Folks at home, folks at home, welcome back to Ike Live. I hope you're having a wonderful Monday evening. I know I am. Uh, we've got a great show tonight. Special in-studio guest, Caleb Summerall and his wife joining us. And uh, Remax Rich is here tonight. Just sat down on the casting couch. Brian, can you give me a, a couch shot? And uh, Rich, throw one of those little headsets on real quick. Yeah, come on, Rich. Um, Pick a game up, Rich. Let me remind everybody, uh, we've got Josh Bertrand joining us in just a second. Winner of the recent Elite event on Thousand Islands. We talked a little bit about it earlier. It was a amazing event uh, with tons of big smallmouth caught. And we're going to get to talk to Josh about what he did to catch a little more than everybody else. That was that was real important. Uh let me remind everybody, please hit us up on our IM. Also, you can hit us up on our social feeds at Ike Life Show, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Rich, we were just talking a second ago. You were you were helping us with the IMs. A little unnerving sometimes being back there. Tell yeah, me about that. Kind of freeze up a little bit, but. You know, it's uh, it's, yeah. it's all good emotions. So it's I'm, good. I'm really happy to be. It's here. funny because you don't Sweet know, emotions. you don't know. If this is, could be a show where 500 people are watching, or right. a thousand, or right. five thousand. You just don't know. Yeah. Well, the known not. part is I know some people are watching. So right. And I know who they are. So you know, right. that, it's it's hard when you're when you're when you're trying to read something and you got text messages just binging in saying how how bad you're bombing it. You know. So. <laughs> right. You know. Right. Well, ju- we were just off camera a second ago, and I looked at my social feeds on the Ike Live show, and we had a text from I think it was Steve Savarshak. Was that what it was? That wanted a duplex in Belmar. Okay. Can you help him hey, with that? Absolutely, man. Uh, you know, find me on uh, Facebook. It's uh, Remax Rich. If you type it in, it'll come right up. You'll see my big ugly mug. You know, right there on the forefront. So, there you go, you know, Steve. You Steve, looking for that duplex in Belmar? Please contact Rich. He'll help you out. Uh, let me real quick too before we get Josh on. Uh, we did a little seat change. We got Caleb sitting next to me in the co-host chair. Man, you you're like a you're like a young handsome version of Pete Glusick. Oh, is that a compliment? With more energy. The, I, I don't know if it's a compliment <laughs> or not. The only the only similarity is you're drinking rum and something over there too. I see that, but it's just right. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh, man I'm excited this is a great part of the show right now and uh, it, it's cool because we get to get a lot of the elite winners on real quick after they won and this is as quick as you can get uh, literally hoisted up the blue trophy yesterday and we've got them on tonight I'm excited to have this guy on with us tonight on Ike Live uh, Good friend of mine, one of the best guys I know on the Elite Trail. The winner of the 2018 Bassmaster Elite event, Thousand Islands. The one and only Josh Bertrand joining us. Josh. What's happening, dude? Josh, what's, what's up? What's going on, guys? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Got to know. Awesome. First first question right off the giddy. Has it set in yet? You still have a giant smile on your face. Has it set in yet? Yeah, uh... Man, I, I haven't slept hardly at all since uh, since two days ago before uh, before the uh, final day of the tournament. I was I was so excited last night. I thought I was really tired, and I went to bed and I could 
can fall asleep. And uh, <laughs> I and I woke up at like 4 a.m. and started thinking about it again. And uh, I got tired today, of course, when I was driving 12 hours down the road. I started to get tired. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it probably hasn't set in. I'm just probably delirious now. That's right. Wow, that's awesome. I, I mean, I know I can tell you winning a event at any level is exciting, but winning a BASS elite event is something really, really, really special. I've been doing it 20 years. It's so hard to win. I know you've said this before in interviews, but talk about it again on Like Live tonight. What does this mean to you, Josh? You're, you're six years in. I know this has been a dream of yours since you were a little kid. Talk a little bit about what, what winning an Elite Series means. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something I've definitely always dreamed about. I mean, I I wanted to I wanted to do this since I was a teenager. You know, I uh, I remember, you know, watching you win the Classic in 2003. I was probably 14, 15 years old. And uh, actually, yeah, probably 14, 15 years old. And I uh, that was when I was really, really, like, falling in love with bass fishing. And, and pretty much from, from about that point on, it's uh, it's what I wanted to what I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, the first couple of years you, you fish on tour, you know, for me, my main priority was just, you know, making sure that I, I was competitive enough to stay out there and, and trying to learn as much as I can. And, uh, I'm still, you know, I'm still that way now, but, uh, you know, after you start seeing all your buddies knock down their first wins, you know, you really want to have your own too, you know? So, uh, it, uh, it's almost like getting a monkey off, off your back, getting that first win. And, uh, I may never win another one, but, um, you know, hopefully I do. Hopefully I, I get more than one, but if, if, if I never do, I, I got one for sure. And, uh, it's nice to get that monkey off my back for sure. Yeah. It, it, it's amazing. And what a, what a great win. A lot of us I know couldn't get, keep our eyes off, uh, Bassmaster Live. We watched a lot of it unfold. It was unbelievable. To me, it was, uh, I, I gotta tell you, Josh, it felt like the perfect storm with the battle, uh, that you and Justin have right now with AOY. With the kind of event it was for smallmouth, and you're kind of a smallmouth angler, and then the fact that it was a drop shot electronics event, I, I I couldn't think of a better a better win for you. Talk a little bit about we talked about it before you came on, but talk about Thousand Islands and how this thing set up going into it. Did you know? Did you have an inkling going into say after Wednesday of practice that you'd have a shot to win this tournament? Well, you know, honestly, I, I knew fishing was really good. I'm sure both of you guys probably knew at that yeah. point that fishing was better than it had been the last couple times we had been there. Yeah. Um, at least, you know, I, I thought it was that way anyways. Um, you know, I, I wasn't – but the thing is I never caught any like six-pounders or six-and-a-half stern practice. I didn't catch a bunch of five-and-a-halves. I caught a lot of fours, you know, some four-and-a-halves and maybe two fives. But, uh, you know, which is like for smallmouth fishing, that's great. But I knew fishing was going to be so good. It was like, yeah, I think, you know, I might be, you know, able to get a check and be pretty competitive, but I never thought that I was going to catch enough quality to even have a chance at, you know, come close to winning. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to talk a little bit about, I mean, everybody was catching them. I heard guys, Rick Clun catching them on a spinner bait in that's six cool. feet of water. Uh, to Justin Lucas catching them in some as deep as 40 and 50 feet of water. Talk a little bit about key bait, key depth. What what were some of the important things that you keyed in on during the week? Yeah, so, uh, you know, for me, having a key bait was more important than having a key depth. 
I, I fished a lot of different depths and, and not to, you know, sound too general, but I, I fished from 20 to 45 and every day I fished all those depths. But, uh, for me, I just keeping a drop shot rig in my hand with flat, uh, with the, you know, you know, the max hand flatworm. I'm, uh, I'm guessing you probably tried it as well. And oh yeah. Did you, catch, did you catch some fish on it this week? Oh yeah. Flatworm and hitworm <laughs> were my main two baits. Yeah. Right on it. I know you've been doing the hitworm for a couple of years. Yes. Uh, yeah. You were like the first guy to really start catching them on it. Um, but yeah, that flatworm has been the deal for me this year. And, um, you know, that, uh, the original three inch gulp minnow was really good. Uh, for me also, you know, I'd, uh, I caught probably 40% of my fish on that flatworm and 60% of my fish on that minnow. But just keeping that drop shot rig in my hand and, uh, bouncing around from 20 to 45 feet, um, you know, every day it'd be a little bit different. And I never really caught them great two days in a row off, off the exact same spot. So, um, just having confidence in that rig and knowing that eventually I'd, I'd get a couple good bites if I kept doing that and, you know, uh, kept the, kept the right mindset was probably more important than a specific, you know, like maybe pattern of depth or something like that. Right. There's probably a lot of guys watching and listening right now that are fishing the Costa next week. I'm sure there are a lot listening and watching right now. I don't want you to talk about area, but give these guys watching and listening, give them a tip on what they need to look for with their sonar, their graph, their meter, whatever you want to call it. You, you know, you guys out west, I, I think you're some of the best. I, I'd put you and Justin and Aaron Martins and all the West Coast guys, Cliff, Clifford Perch, you understand that box better than anybody. Um, what? Give, give, them a, give them a tip on what you need to look for on that box as they're idling around. Yeah, you know, that's a, uh, you know, these guys that are fishing that coast up there probably know Thousand Islands a lot better than me, so I feel a little weird you know, giving, giving a tip to them. But, um, I would say, you know, for me, just keep, you know, always remembering, you know, that place is all about the current and, uh, in the current, bringing the food to the fish and the fish having a place to be close to the current, but also be out of it. So, uh, you know, just keeping in mind what that current's doing, you know, and, um, it doesn't have to be anything super, super crazy obvious. Sometimes the really subtle, um, structure under the surface is uh, is the best stuff because it gets overlooked and you know for me i did i fish around a ton of boats so uh you know picking up on some of the more subtle contours and stuff were helpful for me because i was able to you know maybe tap into a couple fish that hadn't had a 100 drop shots drug over their nose yeah, uh, right. you know, over the course of a week yeah were you surprised at the overall weight of that event were, were, did you come in after the first and second day and say this is silly were you surprised? The first day, for sure. I mean, you know, you guys know what happens in smallmouth tournaments. The first top ten guys weigh in, and, and everyone behind them is like, oh, my God. You know, because guys guys bring in their big bags early. So the first ten guys all weighed in like 22 pounds or better the first day, and I was like, oh, man, here we go. That's right. You know, and it, uh, but, yeah, I, I knew it would be good. I just didn't – I didn't realize it would be quite that good, you know. I but fishing was good enough in practice. It was just easy enough to get bit that, you know, I thought we'd probably have one of the better tournaments we've ever had. Yeah. Uh, let me remind everybody watching and listening right now. We've got Josh on the phone. And if you have a question for him about his win, anything else, please hit us up on our IM or our social feeds at Ike Live Show. He'd love to answer your questions. I have a little uh, – go ahead. Yes, we got some. Dave, what do you got? Yeah, copy that, Mike. Uh, somebody wanted to see a live rendition of Caleb 
fizzing you. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, so wait, Josh is what the kind small of viewers do you have watching wait the show, minute, man? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are we saying Josh is the small mouth and Caleb's fizzing Josh? No, I'm Josh. from Louisiana. Oh. Do you think I know how to fizz something? Right. Well, they somebody I, I wants to fizz. Like like six, fizz? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right. God. No, they wanted you to fizz Mike. They want to see you stab Mike and fizz him. Oh, fizz me. I'll, I'll be fizzed. Hold on one no, second. Hold on. I, I don't know. Mike, don't. God, here we go. Fizz here we me. Go. Here we go. Fizz me, John. Are you going through the mouth or are you going through the side? I'm, I, <laughs> this is going to get awkward. <laughs> this is awkward. You can go through the mouth or the side. Whatever you want to do. I'll open up my He's mouth. He's not going to stop G. Get master, Josh. The Did side's you? safer, dude. Go the side's side. safer. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to go to the mouth either. I got a question we do have Josh. a question for Josh. Right, well, go ahead. Go ahead with that question first. Ed wants to know, Josh, were you a, were you, were you an Amish mailbox maker? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's about time for me to shave. I felt pretty at home with all the Amish people up there in, uh, in uh, New York, though. As soon as I pulled up, I pulled into town and. I pulled into the grocery store and they've got a cart with horses. That's tied right. Up to light Parked posts. in the parking. Yeah, mm-hmm. tied the light post. Mm-hmm. Told you. Price chopper. Price chopper. Wow. I love it. I you loved it. it too. I loved it. I had a question for you. Did you find your kicker fish were more specific to a spot than a depth? That's a really good question. <laughs> uh, to be honest, every day my biggest I caught my kicker fish off all different spots. Really? So and, and I caught. Uh, the first day, let me try to think back here. My biggest fish the first day I caught pretty deep, like 35, 36 feet. Um, the second day, I caught one in 40 and one in like 25. Yeah, um, all over the place. You know, so yeah, they were, they were, they, yeah, they, those big ones are, you know, I wish I knew how to, how to pattern those big ones. I wish I had a, a <laughs> you went a lot more blue trophies, ones, wouldn't you? That's right. I, I just had to catch a lot of fish and eventually I'd catch a big one. That's right. Good strategy. Dave, what else you got? You got anything else coming back? Negative, sir. Okay, I have one, and this comes from um, Stan Janik. And he says, Josh, you're originally from Vermont, and you have a maple syrup sponsor. Did that have anything to do with your win? (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Yeah, I mean, you you guys know maple syrup. You know how good it is. And, uh, yeah, that's near maple syrup country up there where we were just at. So, uh yeah, of course it did. Sure. Yeah, you what he was doing, he was, he was dipping the flatworm in maple syrup. Right. Not right. telling us. Right, it was the Berkeley Mac scent plus maple the syrup, syrup combined that was the difference. Y'all in it's trouble next year, that's all that I know. Sense. Dave, what do you got? Yeah, we got a question from Stuart, a little more cerebral than what we're talking about with <laughs> syrup and Amish, all right? After all these years, Josh, what does this win mean to you? Was it a make-or-break moment? Several questions. How much longer do you think you could have continued fishing the elites without a win? <laughs> That's a good question. Wow. I mean, as long as they would have let me, That's for right. sure. <laughs> I mean, I would have kept going until they told me to leave. Um, but, you know, it is. It's one of those things that, uh, you know, like I said, the first few years, it wasn't weighing on me that much because I knew, you know, I'm fairly new. It's all good. But, yeah, after you do it for a few years, you definitely you want to win something badly, you know, uh you know, we all have won a few tournaments on our way to get there, but it's very hard to win at that level. And um, it seems like, I mean, at times it seems almost impossible. So, and you don't get that opportunity very often. So, you know, in this case in particular, 
I knew this was a tournament that I had a better chance than, you know, some other tournaments. And, you know, especially after, you know, that second day, that third day when I was getting really close, I it was going to be crushing if I uh, wasn't able to finish it off. You know, yeah. it would have been great. Yeah. Great to see one of my buddies win, but um, again, same thing. Like you know, it, you don't win that one. Who knows when your next chance is? You know, it might be three years from now. So um, I needed it. Yeah. Josh, we have a as serious follow up question from Kevin Short's feet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh, does the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> Kevin Short's <laughs> I'm going to shave my beard just to get some real questions. <laughs> Go it out further. This is the difference between an Ike Live show and like Bassmaster Live or something. You know, you get all the shitty questions here. Um, <laughs> so, I, I, it wasn't... It's a legitimate question. Uh, it was a good segue, though, and I did I did want to jump into it, um, which, is, which is interesting to me. And we, we mentioned this, we had a little break, and we mentioned this before you came on, and I, I swear this is true. The two nicest guys I know on in tour and on fishing, it's it's Pete Glusick and you. You guys are legitimately nice guys. You're you're really nice guys, and that's true. But tell me a little, I, I want to hear a little bit about, you have this battle going on with Justin. You guys are so close. You're You're literally... You know, it's it's going to go either way in the last tournament. Um, you ended up on top at at Thousand Islands, but you have a friendship. I saw so many amazing comments come in where Justin, you could see that he was legitimately excited for you, and you saw that bond between you two on stage, and it was real. It's so cool to see that in the sport. I know for me as a fan of the sport, it was awesome to watch that. Tell me a little bit about that, uh, and, and especially your mindset going into the last AOY event, because this is a huge title. This is a life-changing title. You guys are competitors, you're enemies, but at the same time, you're really good friends, and you're both good guys. Tell me a little bit about what's going on in your mind right now. Yeah, it's kind of a crazy situation because, yeah, I mean, uh, Justin's one of my best friends. We share a lot of information. I mean, we talk. All the time, whether, you know, it's, uh, you know, we talk almost every day during pre-fish in the tournament and, you know, even during the off season, we talk almost every day. And, um, you know, this is a, a huge thing for both of us. And he's been really close a couple times to uh, Angler of the Year. He's, he's had, you know, already handful of seasons where he's been in the top 10 in points. And, um, this is the first year that I've even been in, in that neighborhood. So it's really exciting for me. Um, you know, and I know how uh, he, he's like the most competitive guy I know. You know, you guys know him, and uh, yeah. he's competitive on, on all, all fronts, no matter whether you're doing that or, you know, uh, you're playing horseshoes. It doesn't matter. He uh, he wants to win in everything he does. So, um, you know, I, I've got a ton of respect for him, and uh, it's, you know, it's it's kind of goes both ways. Like, it's 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 kind of cool that you're doing it, you know, trying to, trying to you know, battle with your buddy, but it's also uh, – kind of tough too because you know sometimes you wish like oh you know i wish i just wanted to bury that guy but you don't want to bury your buddy you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know it's, it's kind of a, a weird dynamic but yeah either way i think you know we'll both be both be leaving that tournament smiling you know we'll, yeah uh, it was it was really cool to see how excited he got yesterday um 
on stage, you know, it meant a lot to me. I mean, he, he literally screamed yes, you know, when, uh, when I weighed my fish, came over and gave me a hug and, uh, he, he, he was totally genuine. It, uh, it meant a ton. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell. Yeah. Dave, what do you got? Copy that. Josh, David from Wisconsin has a decent observational question. Josh, you've made the money cut all year. Did you approach, approach this year any different compared to years past? Good question. Yeah, that is a, a good question. Uh, you know, one of the other guys that we room with, I've got I've got Cliff Perch in the hotel room with me here, and uh, Roy Hawk's another guy we've been staying with this year. And when the year started, it was Roy's first year on the Elites, and he's been fishing forever, you guys know, but uh, first year on the Elites, and he's like, man, we all have to make every check this year. We, uh, we can do it. And uh, we're all like, dude, you're nuts. You know, there's no way. Like, we can't do that. None of us can do that. Um, so, you know, not... <laughs> For me, I, I just feel like I, I had so many lucky breaks, and it's so easy to get a bad break. Like you, you got maybe two or three places in a tournament that you consider starting on, and if you start on the right one, it can make or break your whole tournament. If you start on the wrong one, make or break your whole tournament. And I feel like I've gotten lucky eight straight times. Like I've, I've gotten off to these great starts. I haven't had to battle back very much. You know, maybe one or two of those tournaments I've had. You know. Some some really bad starts to the day or whatever, but you know it seems like every tournament I've jumped out, had good first days, and uh, it's been really you know just kind of coasting from from that point on. Um, so I guess you know maybe maybe it's pro- honestly I feel like it's been luck, but you know it, that's been like the most important thing for me is getting off to a good start every day because you guys know how hard it is to battle back from a from a from a tough start. But you know as far as the approach, um, you know. Um, I don't know if I've changed anything. I wish I need to try to figure out what I did so I can keep doing it. But um, you know, yes, right. dude, I'm gonna I'm just gonna call it straight luck because we know that's all nah. fishing is. <laughs> yeah, who cares about luck? Dave, got another one? Good. Copy that. Josh, Mike Moyer wants to know: with your newfound success, are you going to fish Ike's Pro Am next year? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. I. Uh, I told I I wanted to go this year and and uh, Mike had texted me and I told him that my wife was seven months pregnant we had a uh, we've got a one and a half year old toddler running around and uh, it's difficult for me to to get away right now but uh, hopefully next year things will be under control and I'd love to go spend a couple of days in uh, you know in uh, Philly and and go be a part of that it'd be awesome and I know it's a pretty unbelievable uh, tournament and you know you guys do a ton a ton for the community over there so it would be it'd be cool to at least just be a small part of it yeah well we'd love to have you uh speaking of family that's a it, I'd, I'd like to touch on that real quick since you brought it up we were talking with caleb and we were we were talking about family and how important that is talk talk a little bit about that because this is a tough this is a tough job you know being away from home for so long is a tough gig how do you how do you how do you guys deal with it how do you how does your family handle the time away from home and the work and, and and all the all the effort that goes into it yeah um well you know after i tell this i need to hear i i, I remember uh when i re- when i read your book when i was younger I, I feel like i remember you uh had a story about um your wife uh giving birth and you had, you drove home from a tournament you drove home so fast that you like your wheel fell off your trailer or something oh, like yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> that's true I story hear that story man uh, <laughs> But you know, yeah, just you know, the, I, I feel like I feel like I'm going to be in that situation here in a in a few weeks of the AOI tournament. You know, she's going to be over eight months pregnant, and uh, it's just a really it's a crazy time for us because uh, 
you know, yeah, we've, we've got Emma, our, our daughter right now. She's, uh, about 20 months old. And yeah, Chantel, my wife, she's, uh, almost eight months pregnant. So it's a crazy, crazy time for us. You know, I'm, I've been gone a ton this year. So she's been trying to hold down the fort by herself. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it'd be, it'd be great if she was able to, to be out here with me right now, but it's so hard to keep little kids like that on a schedule. Yeah. And, yeah. um, you know, at least if, if she's at home, she's got the comforts of home. She can, um, you know, have, have the, the baby on a schedule and, you know, some, some regular stuff a day to day, you know? So yeah. I'd love to be able to start bringing them along here in a couple of years, you know, for a little while, at least till they go to school. But, um, you know, we just try to do the best we can to stay in touch, FaceTime every night. And, um, you know, when I, when I get a chance to come home, I just, I come home. I try, I try to fly home because drive's a long way uh, to drive back and forth. Yeah. From wherever we're at to Arizona, it kind of stinks. You burn up a lot of extra time just on the road. So I just leave my rig and, and fly to get home a little bit quicker and spend as much time as I can then. Yeah. Uh, we did have a social media question come in real quick, uh, from Clark Wendelit. I don't know if it's the real Clark wow. Wendelit or not, but Clark Wendelit wants to know, uh, your room with Clifford Perch. Give us a undisclosed golden ram story from the road this year. Hey. Where are you at, Cliff? Bedroom eyes. There he goes. Calling him out of bed. It's hilarious. you got to answer this because this is Clark Wendell at asking the question, so you can't lie. Yeah, that's the real deal. I know those two. They're, they're good buds. They know each other really well. Um, yeah, let me think of a, a good Cliff story. Uh, we <laughs> Cliff's got his tendencies. We, uh, we you know, he, he's... We always bug each other and give each other a hard time about uh, our tendencies. But Cliff's uh, Cliff's favorite thing is, uh, you know, outside of his awesome fishing and stuff like that, we always give him a hard time because he's the Chinese buffet guy. Every oh. uh, every <laughs> yeah, every every place we go, every town we visit, you know, uh, he's at that Chinese buffet a couple times a week. He loves the the, uh, the Chinese buffet. Wow. Any horror stories? Have you ever come back to a clogged toilet at night? <laughs> he, he must have a pretty iron stomach. He does pretty well. But, you know, he's, he's such a nice guy. You know, when it's time to, to uh, you know, pick what we're going to eat, you know, Cliff will, will all throughout our suggestions and he's like, oh, yeah, that, that Chinese buffet was, uh, was pretty good last night. Maybe we can go back over there. <laughs> it's, uh, it's good stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, ja- I got I I gotta know this and I don't I I say th- oh wait wait a minute what's that newsflash even bass fishing has embraced the new millennia's no judgment policy judging by Cliff's perch bedroom eyes laying in bed next to Josh <laughs> Huddley Crockett out <laughs> what. I think it was Huddley Crockett, but I have no idea what any of that meant. It was supposed to be a news alert, but I think <laughs> the news anchor just lost it. <laughs> I think that's what that was supposed to be. Oh, wait. What? Oh, oh. Great observation from the Cajun. Anything else you'd like to l- enlighten us to? The Cajun. <laughs> oh, that Huddley Crockett. He's, he's crazy. Um, I, I, I got to ask you this, and... Uh, I know it's hard to answer because, you know, what's going to happen is going to happen. Both you and Justin are going to give 100% going to this last event. But what would 
what what would change if you won AOI this year? What what would change for you, and and what would be different moving forward? You know, it's hard to know having having never won it. You know, I didn't know how I was going to feel after you know winning yesterday. I had no idea how it felt weird after you know standing up there. I, I literally felt weird. I didn't know what to do, and uh, I'm sure it'd be the same way. But for me, I mean, obviously it would be a huge boost. You know, on on all fronts when it comes to the business side of, of fishing and uh on a personal level too you know it would uh, mean a ton to me just knowing that um that that happened but um you know uh, hopefully ultimately though um you know I, I i really i enjoy the way everything is right now i like traveling around fishing and i uh, i love my life the way it is so hopefully it wouldn't change too much um you know honestly but yeah it's, it's hard to say because um yeah, I, I can't put myself in those shoes yet, for sure, and I have yeah. no clue. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting. I'm uh, I'm excited. Um, I'm I'm in a in, I'm in a really unusual position where I get to go to that last event, and if I catch a keeper, I'm in the classic. So I'm very excited about that. And I'm You're I'm ex- in. yes, thank you. I'm excited to catch my keeper. And watch you guys battle it out. Uh, that, that's going to be awesome. That, that used um, to be a regular for you, though. It used to be, yeah. Before Becky. Yeah, before Becky. I used to always make the classic easy. Uh, wives change it all. But uh, I, I'm honestly, I, I, this is the first year in a long time I can remember that no one had it sewn up going into the last event, right? And, and that to me is cool. You know, because even like Brandon last year, he kind of had it. You about, know what I mean? How about the year Aaron slept in? Yeah, Aaron slept in. Hackney had it. You know, there there's so many years where the dude, even if he had a mediocre tournament, That's he right. was going to win. That's right. I'm so excited to watch you guys this year. You know, battled out and uh, and and you know, again, when it's when it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Um, one of you guys are going to rise to the top, and I I can't wait to see That's it unfold. Right. It's going to be. It's going to be very exciting. I'm excited for you guys to, I, to see it happen. I'm excited. I couldn't. I, I can say this. I I couldn't. I can't wait to see two better guys go at it. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. Big thanks. That uh, that means a lot from uh, from both of you guys. You know, it's it's going to be fun, and uh, we're going to have fun with it no matter what. That's right. Um, we're going to probably. Uh, we haven't really started talking trash yet, but I'm sure we'll end up uh, <laughs> talking a little trash to each other just for fun. And uh, yeah, I mean, it'll. Uh, It'll be awesome. We'll see. Uh, we do. I mean, we share information every tournament. We haven't crossed that bridge yet. Oh, uh, I was the last event. That week. Ooh. I don't know. Catching on, uh, catching him on a rattle trap under a cork. Yeah, rattle trap under a bobber. <laughs> yeah. That's a good technique. Carolina rig buzz bait. Hey, that's a good one too. I've caught him doing that. Ah. Uh, Josh, I want to thank you for joining us. Hey, before we let you go though, two things. First of all, we, we can't let you go without at least one shameless plug for the best sunglasses you've ever put on your eyes. Which are nine sunglasses. You ah! right. Yes, I. Uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's cool that we both wear them. What uh, uh, what lens color do you like the best? What do you wear day to day? I wear I wear three, depending on the conditions. Uh, normal sunny conditions, I like the gray. Uh, cloudy conditions, I like the amber. But sight fishing, I'm all about that that high contrast yellow, bro. Love yeah, it. Yeah, love that it. Yellow is great. Love it's, it. It's awesome for yeah. sure. That's my favorite. Yes, yes. That's cool. Um, one last thing. A uh, lot of guys watching tonight that saw your win last week that are new to following you. If they want to see you day-to-day what you're doing, gone to the Price Chopper and 
looking at the Amish guys and all this. How can they follow you <laughs> on the social? <laughs> how can they follow yeah. you on social? How can they how can they see what you're doing every day? Yeah, um, you know, Josh Bertrand Fishing on Facebook and Instagram. And, uh, yeah, what did that guy say? I had an Amish uh, door building business or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Mailbox. Starting a page for that pretty soon, too. If, uh, yeah, if, if, you know, yeah. Dude, if you <laughs> had the Amish hat to, to blast off of the AOI championship. The Amish hat to blast <laughs> off? The, the straw hat. Yeah. Yes. Wow. We might be able to make that happen. I think that would, like. Straw, yes, yeah, yeah, I like it. The cork, the cork pipe, the cork pipe, yeah, yeah. I think it would be like <laughs> makes sense. Uh, Josh, thank you for joining us. Thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations Absolutely, on the dude. win, and uh, excited to watch you guys battle it out in the last event. Yeah, thanks. I'm a big fan of the show, so it's cool to be on, and uh, great talking to you all. It, uh, it was really cool. You got yeah. it, Josh Bertrand, everybody. Woo! Elite winner. Congrats, man. Wow. What a great win that was, dude. Dude, it was awesome. Big smallmouth. Giant smallmouth, bro. Consecutively. Consecutively. Started out the tournament with 25 damn pounds, bro. What was was his smallest bag in that tournament? I think 22 or 23. It was over 22. It was definitely over 22. Dude, that's hammer weight. Come on, Brian. Come on, Brian. It sounds like Uni Lake. You're supposed to have the answer right there. Sounds like Lake uh, Audrey. I I don't know what lake that is. Like yeah. But still, impressive. Yeah. Used to be great. Yeah. At one time, for everybody killed them all. I blame Tebow. Freaking Jersey guys. Um, <laughs> let me remind everybody: you're watching a brand new Ike Live on a special Monday night. Uh, it's been a great show. Uh, we've had uh, some amazing guests. We just had Josh on the phone talking about his we- recent elite win. We've got Caleb here talking about all his escapades. Rookie year, including that amazing win last year through the nation. Uh, Brian DeCarpenter, do you want to take one last break, come back and finish up these couple things, or you want to just take it out? What do you want to do? You call. Yeah, yeah let's 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 do that. Yeah, okay. Give, give me uh give me thirty seconds. To do your r- normal rambling. Okay. Seconds. All right. Uh, <laughs> listen to me. Hang in there with us, because when we come back, we're going to be doing a couple cool things. We got a special guest. We're going to be doing an MTB unboxing. TH product review, and we're going to be giving away some prizes. Hang in there with us. Uh, Also, let me remind you, lots of sponsor promos. MTB, use the promo code IKELIVE. You get a percentage off your first box. Bash University, try BU, 10 free days. Liquid Mayhem, IKELIVE 25, 25% off. Real Snot, IKELIVE 25, 25% off. Real Snot. Flambo, use the promo code IKELIVE for 20% off anything on the Flambeau site. And finally, Line Cutters, Ike Live Rules 20 for 20, 20% off any Line Cutter product. Uh, hang in there with us when we come back. We've got a couple fun phone calls that might be happening. couple fun phone calls Ooh, that might be happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Along with the Dun, unboxing? Dun, dun. Along with that unboxing. And, and uh, we're going to harass Caleb some more. Hex, harass <laughs> Caleb some more? Okay. Yeah, and, Ready? Uh, and then Rich has got a story for us. And Rich has a story. And we might be getting a special appearance from the Stormtrooper. Haven't seen him in a while in Ike Live Studios. Might be seeing a Stormtrooper. Hang it out with us when we come back. More Ike Live. Hey, Noah Wheeler here with uh, Real Snot. Been out on this pond for... 
about an hour now. Uh, haven't had a whole lot of luck. We've had a couple blow-ups, but not getting a lot. So we thought we would try the new Java product uh, on this frog on the top water. Uh, it works great on jigs and other plastics, but we've noticed that when we do use it on top water, we get a trail in the water, the scent's in the water, and we're getting a lot more bites. So we're going to spray some Java uh, all over the frog. Apply some real knot to the raid, get it nice and wet, and then as I reel it in, it's going to work its way through it. Okay, so now we got that scent in the water, and then we got the frog all juiced up with some real snot, Java. Let's see what happens here. There's one. There's one. So as you can see, that scent got around in this little area, this little pocket we're fishing, and sure enough, one came up and nailed it. Small one, albeit, but hadn't caught anything since we've been here for about an hour, hour and ten minutes now. There's one. That's a good one, too. That's a good one. Much better. Good little guy. Threw my frog. Man, they love this stuff. Right through the nose. This time of year, I definitely recommend putting a little bit of this on your soft plastics, too. There he is. Another one. Next cast. And that would be number six. I'm addicted. I'll admit it. I'm I'm straight addicted. This might be bigger. You think so? mayhem on your crappy jig and look where the stripers get it you can't even see it man that might be a keeper four and a half inch drop shot worm bam a bug finesse jig pb and j give me something hard hey dvd here now, i didn't always know this much about fishing three aught no four aught ewg worm hook in fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerkbait and a stickbait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about Calculus. And he knows a lot about Calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, Four Places to Throw a Frog. Exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass, and how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Ooh, live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Oh. Is he in my pocket? <laughs>